Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike is brought to you by Pizzaville, where you can enjoy your favorite pizza guilt-free. Pizzaville's 11-inch extra-thin crust pizzas are thinner, lighter, and tastier. Order an 11-inch extra-thin crust margarita pizza, only 120 calories a slice. Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is Health is Wealth with Dr. Mike Carozza. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez. Good morning, Dr. Mike. Good morning, Tina. Can you give us uh, sort of an update on what's happening in your practice these days? Are we in the early days of cold and flu season, and is it different from previous years? You know, look, I got to I got to really just come out of the gate here. I'm really blessed uh, and I'm very grateful that, um, you know, our clinic has been operating quite responsibly and we have an amazing uh, protocols in place to screen our patients and keep our practitioners and our staff. You know, obviously we've um, we shut down our waiting room. We're screening patients coming in. Uh, we're doing our sanitizations uh, within the center on a, on a, you know, rotation every time a patient leaves. So, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been amazing and I'm very grateful. And it is that time that we are busier than ever. Uh, and that's a good thing because patients want to get healthy. They want to get their immune system up and um, sort of running optimally. And I think that's key because whether you're just going to have the sniffles or cold and flu, you know, one patient put it so eloquently the other day. He says, listen, I don't want to have the sniffles and have to go get COVID testing every weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, so Doc, can you keep me healthy so I can just, you know, work and keep going? So, I mean, we want to help the community. We want to help our patients. And we want to help every one of our listeners out there. Because the key is to try to get their immune system on, on point. And it starts with pretty much the diet. Of course, we always mention that. But there's also some other unique therapies that we do in our clinic to sort of balance our, our patients' immune system. And what, the, what the, but back to your question about we're at, right at the pinnacle. Um, there's already, uh, maybe you've kept your kids home already um, because they've had the sniffles or you have to quarantine them for 14 days because they're subjective. So we're even getting people in the office that are not feeling well. So we're, we're right in the thick of things. This is cold and flu season at its best. This is when the weather just fluctuates and dips and we've actually been lucky. We've had a fantastic fall. I think the weather's been impeccable. Um, but what happens with that is we spend more time indoors, and unfortunately, this is just when it happens. And, you know, amid of this COVID-19, we're going to have the mix of the cold, the flu, the seasonal, uh, the ear infections, the strep throats, and the chronic coughs. And so not only are you going to have influenza, you're going to have the regular illnesses that come with the kids and children and young adults and even elderly as well. So. It's a little bit of a tricky situation, um, but really, you know, the key to this is let's keep everybody's immune system um, up and running. And like I mentioned, this optimal immune, immune function is what we want. And usually the thing to talk about that's going to be the most important is, you know, what will lower the immune system the most? Because I know you're going to ask me that. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind our listeners, staying up late, drinking excessively, and eating like garbage and eating very, very non-nutrient-dense like foods are really going to put patients at risk. So the words of advice that I have to give to our patients is have a good night's sleep for sure because when you sleep, you heal the body. We've been saying that this whole show for the last six months. Next, 
diet and nutrition is going to be clutch. And what I mean by clutch is fruits and vegetables are going to heal your body. Stay away from the junk food, and I mean the sugarous containing foods. Look, I have kids as well, and they want to crave this stuff, but I limit it, and we have to. I'd rather my kid go for a carrot or an apple than to go for a granola bar. Um, and there are healthier options out there. Just really look for them. And if we stick to these principles, I promise everybody in our community will be healthy and we'll do our best. And then, of course, with the standard protocols, wearing your masks, washing your hands, sanitizing, doing everything that we've been doing to keeping these numbers down, because I think Ontarians as a whole have been doing a very good job. We just have to just keep it together. Let's all focus and, you know, not get ahead of ourselves and just follow the guidelines and we will get out of this all very successfully. Good advice and common sense. After the break, the Naturopathic Roundtable is back. This is Health is Wealth on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Mike? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. More with Dr. Mike and Health is Wealth when we come back. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville realised that some big pizza conglomerates want to make the cheapest pizza. Some want to be the fastest. At Pizzaville, we want to make the best pizza. Stone-baked, the traditional Italian way. It's what we strive for every day, to be the best, not the fastest or the cheapest. Oh, cue the announcer. Pizzaville Stone-Baked Pizza. Fiercely Canadian. Authentically Italian. Health is Wealth is back with Dr. Mike on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region and welcome back to Health is Wealth and over to Dr. Mike with today's guest. What we have is we have a panel here of uh, professionals and I like to call them my colleagues. We have a naturopathic doctor, Ryan Shakitano. He's here to join me uh, in studio. And uh, abroad, we have uh, Dr. Paul Anderson returning uh, to the show. So thank you guys and thank you, Dr. Anderson, uh, for joining in as well. We took off last week and had a wonderful show, and we were discussing about naturopathic medicine, you know, in terms of the specialties and and um, your special focus, if you will. And we decided to talk about immune health. And, and what a timely uh, discussion. I mean, I think, you know, whenever you have a virus or any kind of immune dysfunction going around where somebody can get debilitated, especially the immunocompromised, it becomes a very big concern and almost a fear for a lot of individuals. And let's face it, uh, Dr. Anderson, I think, you know, we've, we've um, overcome, uh, you know, the plague. And I think in 1918 and, uh, and uh, several um, cold and flu seasons that have been uh, pretty much crazy. But have you ever thought that, um, you know, a simple infection like this, COVID-19, would ever bring us all to pretty much where we are and shut down the world? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I mean, of course, it's always a possibility. Things like this happen, but, you, you know, you usually don't sit around and think, oh, you know, there's there's a epidemic or a pandemic around the corner. Um, so, yeah, this has been a wild year in that respect. And in our last segment, we discussed uh, very briefly about, you know, the differences between, just for our listeners tuning in, we you know we talked a little bit about IV therapy, intravenous vitamin C therapy, and how it's, 
Um, it can help immunocompromised and sort of, um, you know, things like cancer and immune dysfunction patients. Uh, we talked about the notion about taking oral vitamin C versus taking it intravenously and how, you know, the bowel tolerance would actually get increased as a result of this uh, to, to allow patients to take it orally. But it's just not, not as, uh, as effective, right, Dr. Anderson? I guess, you know, when you're treating, you know, chronic diseases, uh, you know, it gets a little bit more effective uh, for for fighting this. I mean, can we just touch a little bit? I know it'll probably take uh, the whole segment to just talk about it. Can we talk about, you know, why, what does vitamin C specifically do and how that is, how does it help the immune system specifically for like, you know, even uh, infections or like for specifically for cancer? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a great topic. Um, so, you know, all all nutrients, vitamins and minerals and related things, m- most of them can be given intravenously. And the reason that we do that is to go around the digestive system so it all gets into the blood and, you know, we can control how much the person actually has available to their cells. But vitamin C is, is especially interesting, and I think this is why IV vitamin C is so, so useful uh, in that humans don't, uh, unlike most animals, humans don't make their own vitamin C. And so when you're getting sick, you use up a lot more vitamin C, which is why we probably uh, see, you know, people who are getting sick or who are ill or their immune system is battling something, say like cancer, et cetera, uh, they do well with intravenous vitamin C. And if you think about it from, let's, let's take infections because that's on everyone's mind right now. Um, your immune system has a number of layers. You can think of it like that. And so there's the, um, there's the outer sort of protective layer that is uh, the reason we don't get sick all the time. So cold and flu season, people are coughing and sneezing stuff on us all, all day. And the reason that we don't get sick every day, hopefully, is that the, uh, the, the outer defense of the immune system is, you know, stopping bugs when they come in, killing them, identifying them, maybe activating our memory immune system. But that system, that first defender system, uh, uses a lot of vitamin C to regulate it, and it also uses a lot for some of the killing cells. So you can imagine, you know, cold and flu season, or like right now where there's, you know, a virus kind of circling the world that we're maybe exposed to, uh, that first defender system, it's just, it's burning up its resources all the time. But what will happen is when the resources get down, then it's sort of like the outer defense goes down and then the stuff gets in. Um, If you take something then that's uh, immune dysregulating, which most viruses are, but certainly COVID is that way, once it gets in, the vitamin C acts in different parts uh, of the the body's physiology uh, to help deal with the inflammation that, uh, say, COVID uh, creates or other viruses, and you know we hear a lot about that, like lung inflammation, blood vessel inflammation, uh, clotting, uh, you know, breathing problems, heart problems, etc. Well, most of those start when uh, this um, the the system that vitamin C works in to balance inflammation, you know, gets overtaxed. Um, so by giving it <clears throat> intravenously, you do a couple of things. One is what I tell patients, uh, you know, to fill the tank, so to speak. Uh, it's a way without taking a whole bunch orally and dealing with the digestive issues uh, to get your blood levels up. 
And the other is uh, sometimes in people, regularity is good. So you're sort of, you know, refilling the vitamin C reserves as they go and deal with their illness, uh, which which we've seen actually with, with COVID patients and cancer patients be quite helpful. Wow. Um, Dr. Ryan, you, uh, I'm sure you have a question or chime in. Yeah, the, I, lo- I love the way you kind of subdivided the, the immune system there. That's awesome for, for our listeners. And sort of as a follow-up to that, one of the main reasons I got into intravenous vitamin therapy is because I suffered uh, from a few concussions when I was playing in my soccer days. And when I realized the important role of antioxidants and what um, an antioxidant like glutathione can do intravenously, in the repair was phenomenal. And as I started to implement it, the more I learned about it, the more I used it in patients, the more I saw the amazing effects. So maybe Dr. Anderson, if you could touch on uh, what glutathione is, what it does for the body, and if there might even be some interplay between glutathione and vitamin C. Yeah, that's that's a really great follow-up. So the part I was talking about in the the sort of second phase of immune activity uh, is heavily involved in keeping our, um, most people have heard of like free radicals or oxidants or, you know, the, all this stuff that sounds bad. Our body has this amazing way of uh, neutralizing those when they, they get our body. We, you can't live without these things getting in, into you. Uh, and as you said, when you get things like, uh, you know, concussion, uh, TBIs, uh, in, anything else that dysregulates the, the system, the body uses more antioxidants to help out. And the, the real uh, critical thing is, so you mentioned glutathione. Uh, glutathione is also a water-soluble thing like vitamin C. It's a little different structure. But if you think of them, there's, um, there's a real, like the basic unit of antioxidant and, and inflammatory balance in the body is uh, a three-part system, and they all help each other. Two of the parts that are water-soluble are vitamin C and then glutathione, and they literally back each other up. So being that they're both water-soluble, what we have in our body, we're going to use up, you know, today or tomorrow, and then we need some more, which is why we need the, you know, the things in our diet or from supplementation or IVs, et cetera. But then if you think about it, if this system is supposed to run uh, to deal with baseline inflammation that we get from just living. If you then get uh, a brain injury or you get a real bad virus or you have some other you know, traumatic insult, uh, you, you literally can burn up the resources of these antioxidants. And so in a lot of people where we're trying to help them recover uh, from, uh, say, an inflammatory condition or a post-viral illness or a brain injury, what we do is we'll actually give them a moderate dose of intravenous vitamin C with some other nutrients, and then we'll give them glutathione intravenously uh, separately uh, to just help raise these levels. But they literally, you know, you think of, uh, you know, you think of an oxidant kind of like a bad guy going in, uh, whether it's from trauma or infection or whatever else it's from, uh, and this system is set up in your body to just take it and neutralize it. So you just want to keep that system fed, and the more, you know, the more you, uh, the more you challenge the system with an injury or infection, et cetera, the more you need to feed it. So that, that's really why I think I, intravenous application really makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, that's awesome to you. And I've definitely challenged my uh, body over the years. So <laughs> it's, definitely coming, it's definitely coming handy for me. <laughs> And, uh, no, I think it's, you know, the glutathione is, I, I believe, um, you know, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot for our listeners, but glutathione is definitely a mother antioxidant and, uh, this, this, uh, you know, the pro-oxidant damage, the free radicals that come in every day, it comes in from our food, it comes in from pretty much everywhere. Um, and then we want to definitely prime our immune system. And I think that's the key to just keep it, uh, on its tippy toes, if you will, um, and this is just one therapy. And, and you know, in practice, uh, you know, Dr. A, I mean, we don't do this on, you know, all of our patients coming in. But, of course, you know, a lot of people want to get their immune system. I mean, I think regular patients can also get, uh, obviously, we do this in practice, people that just want a little bit of boost. What's your thought on just, you know, uh, giving somebody, uh, you know, a, a Myers or just like a regular vitamin C drip just to sort of give their immune system a kickstart, you know, Let's say you don't have any chronic illnesses. Um, what's your thought on, on doing that for uh, for patients? Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, obviously people like us that do this, there's certain things we screen people for and, you know, check their history. But generally speaking, uh, even a otherwise healthy person, I've had a lot of people who, they were usually family members of, uh, you know, one of our, uh, chronic illness patients or a cancer patient, but they would come in often in the winter and say, you know, everyone in uh, the office I work in has got this, you know, virus, and I'd like to, you know, kind of top off my immune system. And um, and, and we would do, uh, you know, depending on you know, what they needed, either a vitamin C IV or one of these, you know, lower dose vitamin C nutrient IVs with glutathione after. And um, most of the people really did find that, you know, it would, it would help them with their, you know, immune response. The other thing we would get would be the people who weren't quite, uh, they were otherwise healthy, but they hadn't thought about prevention, uh, and they would start to get sick. They'd start to get whatever the office was passing around. And in those people, what we would do is a higher dose vitamin C kind of as a, you know, right, a, a, when you're getting sick IV, we called it. Um, and a lot of those folks, you know, they would go from early stages of feeling the fever and all the other stuff to actually resolving quickly. Um, so we we do a lot of that. And, you know, I've seen clinically where the right application of these things and otherwise healthy people, but when they have a challenge, is, is very critically helpful. And then with, uh, with the current, uh, obviously, our current climate in terms of uh, the immune system and COVID-19, there also was some data, I believe, that, uh, that, that I saw from, from you putting on one of your uh, posts. You mentioned about, um, you know, there's a big topic. I mean, we, we talked last, uh, last session, we talked about vitamin C and COVID and that continued flow from those studies out in China. But I think some recent data also came out, if I'm not mistaken, regarding um, glutathione as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and <clears throat> you know, if we go back to what I was saying earlier where glutathione and vitamin C in this, you know, the body's ground level antioxidant system, they work together. Um, there have been some case reports and also uh, a broader paper written specifically around COVID uh, patients and respiratory issues and glutathione. And um, the case reports were 
you know, quite remarkable from the point of view of uh, these were people who were uh, in a lot of respiratory distress with, you know, COVID patients, uh, and they they gave the glutathione in a couple of ways. One was intravenous, as you and I just talked about, but the other was uh, by a nebulizer. And so, um, you know, asthmatics use nebulizers for their drugs, but you can give things like glutathione that way and get it right into the lungs. Um, and so, when people get, uh, you know, let, uh, one place I've seen this, you know, especially if, if the, the doctor can arrange it or the patient knows how to, you know, get to the right doctor to do it, somebody who's got an underlying problem, let's say they're asthmatic or they have some other you know, lung issues and then they contract COVID, they're more likely to get worse lung, uh, you know, follow, lung follow-up problems. Uh, so if we get them to do glutathione, earlier, and then how you can nebulize glutathione at home, uh, prescribed from your pharmacy, um, we get a lot of people where you can keep them out of the hospital, which is, you know, the less time in the hospital with anything, but especially COVID is better. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we've seen glutathione be incredibly helpful there. Yeah, and that's uh, that's amazing because uh, you know we also uh, obviously for this COVID nineteen, it's it's so easy now for us naturopaths to sort of prescribe nebulized glutathione and then have them do it at home and then we can sort of dispense it. But um, one thing we didn't talk about, and I want to I want to make a mention is your new book um, for our listeners just tuning in. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about it? Uh, obviously, its focus is cancer, um, but um, it's the second one, right? Yeah, it's um, so the first book was a couple of years ago called Outside the Box Cancer Therapies. Dr. Stengler and myself wrote, and as the name indicates, it's, a, it's about our type of therapy, integrative in naturopathic oncology therapies. And one of the things in that book we, we touched on, but uh, we, we couldn't get deeply into, and I really, based on my experience of sitting across from cancer patients for decades at this point, uh, I saw was a real need for the families and the, and the patients themselves was, what do you do with that, you know, shock and uh, internal sort of emotional upheaval that any, any rational person gets when they get a bad diagnosis, especially cancer? And the reason I wanted to write a book about that was if people um, work through that and get to a place where they feel empowered with their disease so they're you know, they're in charge, the cancer's not in charge, uh, their outcomes are usually better, their quality of life is definitely better, and their interactions with family and friends are, you know, are better and more healthy. What I saw over time is if people stay shocked and angry or disoriented or feel like they're the victim of cancer, then their outcomes can be worse, their quality of life is definitely worse. Uh, so that's what the book is about. So the, the subtitle is "The Journey from Diagnosis to Empowerment," and uh, and it's a it's an easy to read book. It's not nearly as heavy as the uh, as the first book about therapies because you know it's it's about one thing, and any patient or caregiver or loved one can work through this, and it just gives you tools to uh, to deal with that. Well, that's. Uh that's wonderful, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Of course, the book is out. Um, for our listeners out there, they can grab it on Amazon. 
Um, and of course, Dr. Anderson, thank you very much for coming on the show. Dr. Ryan, thank you for coming on the show. Dr. Anderson, before we go, um, uh, we'll, we'll tell listeners where to reach Dr. Ryan and myself, but for you, where can you tell our listeners to reach you? Yeah, the easiest is uh, uh, either Instagram or Facebook are the best portal. So on Instagram, it's just D-R-A, like Dr. A online. So just D-R-A online, all one word. And on uh, Facebook, it's uh, D-R period A online. So same thing, basically. And I post uh, a lot of, uh, like you were talking about, the glutathione research or vitamin C or other immune-helping things. Uh, I do a lot of uh, cooking for immunity posts and a lot of stuff on there. So that's the easiest way to get me. Well, thank you again for coming on the show, and uh, thank you for our listeners. Back to you, Tina. Thanks, Dr. Mike. And how can our listeners connect with you at AppleMed? Well, they can reach us on Instagram at AppleMedClinic. Uh, they can email us, either myself or Dr. Ryan, uh, at info at AppleMed.ca. Uh, they can call us at 905-303-4622, and they can definitely mention that they've heard this ad and uh, obviously this uh, the show. And then what they can uh, also do is they can come and see either one of us for a free 15-minute consultation for any of their concerns or anything they want to discuss more, especially about this uh, segment. So thank you very much, Tina. And if you missed any part of Dr. Mike's conversation with Dr. Paul Anderson from Seattle, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. Health is Wealth is brought to you by Apple Med Clinic. Located at 3560 Rutherford Road, Unit 45, Apple Med takes a results-driven approach to patient care. Remember, an Apple Med day keeps illness away.